Welcome to episode 14 of the Empowering Ability Podcast. Welcome to the Empowering Ability Podcast, where we get you and your loved ones impacted by disability the information needed to live a full and meaningful life. Now here's your host, Eric Gall. Welcome, welcome, welcome to the Empowering Ability Podcast. This is your host, Eric Gall. And for all of our listeners, I just want to remind you that we are currently still recording our mini-series on housing for people with a disability. And uh, if that's a topic that interests you, make sure to go over to empoweringability.org and grab the free download on creating uh, your home. It's a great workbook that'll help you start to think about what your vision is for home and how to start to implement that and start the conversation. So go on over to empoweringability.org and grab that for you and your family. Now, today, our guest is, or our guests are uh, Mitch and his mother, Charity. And they started a business called Mitch and Mamas. And on this episode, co host Danny Steves Ebby and I interview uh, Mitch and his mom, Charity, on the new venture that they've started and really uh, helping Mitch to start to live his dream of owning a coffee shop. So it's an incredible story of creating an incredible ordinary life for Mitch. And their vision is to expand that to really include other people with a disability within their business to help them create that uh, incredible ordinary life. So without further ado, here's Charity, Mitch, and Danny. So today I'd like to welcome Charity Hilson, Mitch Dale and Danny Steves Eby to the podcast. So welcome. Hi. Hi. Thanks for having us. Yeah, our pleasure. Yeah. So, uh, Charity and Mitch started a coffee shop in their hometown of Listowel, Ontario. So excited to have them to tell on the podcast today to to learn more about them and for them to to share their story with us. So I'm going to hand it over to to Charity and Mitch. And would you be able to share your story? Well, I can probably first share a bit of my story about it. It was my dream. Like, remember, Mom? Like, we wanted to, yeah. to like, build a coffee shop, right? And I'm like... Yeah. At first, we didn't know exactly what we wanted to start. Um, we've kind of had something in the works for quite some time. Just kind of doing a business plan, kind of thinking about uh, Mitchell's future and then he had applied for quite a few jobs and um, unfortunately got turned down from quite a few just because of his skill level and, you know, not knowing what he's able to do. So um, after being turned away from quite a few, he was feeling pretty discouraged. And um, I worked in the developmental service field for 17 years and I see kind of some of those things happening and see the loneliness or the, you know, the wanting, you know, to have more purpose. And, and, uh, so we were kind of thinking about something to start. And then actually one day on Facebook, we saw a video and it's in North Carolina and it's this beautiful coffee shop and they employ 40 people with, um, developmental and intellectual disabilities. And it's this beautiful, just this beautiful coffee shop. And I'm like, that's it. That's the dream. So talked to Mitchell about it, and he was all keen. And then, um, yeah, my girlfriend Michelle was opening this vendor store in town. It just kind of all fell into place at the same time. She kind of pushed us to start, right, Mitch? 
Mm-hmm. And uh, which is really good. And it just kind of fell into place. So yeah, so we started this little called it's Mitch and Mama's Coffee Bar, and it's inside right now of um, a vendor store that's in Listowel. And just kind of trying to give Mitchell the skills he needs to have successful employment so that he can further it in his own business there. And also for other people with disabilities, that's our, our goal is to be able to hire someday. Now, right now we have volunteers that work with us and um, they love it. And I mean, I love it. I love having them. Um, I would like to be able to give them a paycheck someday. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so our plan is to expand someday and have a full cafe where people can come in and have, you know, a beautiful conversation and learn the skills needed for successful employment and just have this beautiful. And then eventually, like right now, we don't deal with the cash, but uh, right. Mitchell doesn't deal with cash, but that will be eventually. Right. It's all these little steps and just kind of being able to work with people slowly at their their level or you know in any way that they need to to give to give them that that purpose and that that happiness and that you know those life skills and work skills yeah that's awesome and i do get so, a paycheck yeah he gets a paycheck every week yeah which i'm happy about <laughs> yeah it. i was gonna ask you when you were looking for employment and people said no to you all the time. How, how did that make you feel? How did it make you feel when you couldn't get a job? Like, disappointed, I guess, and not very happy about it, and another stuff, like, you know. Yeah, so that's a typical experience, right? I mean, I've had those experiences going for jobs and yeah. being turned down. Um, but being turned down is not okay for me. That's when it feel nice, right? No. Uh, yeah. Right. So you you mentioned that um, it was your dream. Yeah. For to, you know, to have a coffee shop. What is it about the coffee shop that you really like or, you know, that, when, that excites you? When people come in, I just really feel touched by the way that they want to support me and and I give everybody free hugs and I wish I could with Danny but obviously I can't. So you don't charge for the hugs Mitch? No. Yeah. They're always free, right? <laughs> right mom? That's yeah. what I put on it. So Yeah. That's awesome. And how do people respond to that? They're like, I'm gonna come in and give you a free hug and everybody does once in a while. And how if they never been into your coffee shop before, how do they respond when you just give them a free hug? Hmm. How do they respond? Like, do they like it? What do you think? Some people don't. There's been maybe a couple that haven't. Why do you think that is that people don't like your hug? Hmm. I really don't know. Maybe it's just because I'm... I don't know. Maybe I guess I'm not... I don't know what to say about it, but... 
Well, it sounds like you're a super open and, and loving guy, and I've already got a hug from you today, so I appreciated that. <laughs> and I bet you Danny would if I could do it to him too, wouldn't you? Yeah. And I, I'm really curious how how did that when you heard that Mitchell was getting employment, how how did that make you feel as a normal when he couldn't get when he wasn't getting a job? Yeah. Um yeah, I felt defeated for him sometimes yeah. too. You know, it was there's sometimes I was really sad about it. Um yeah. I just tried to change my perspective after a while and thought, okay, um tried to look at it from a point of instead of feeling defeated sort of like looking into the reasons maybe why. Like it, it wasn't necessarily because, um, you know, just because he wasn't capable. It was more like people are sometimes scared of the unknown or they don't have the time to spend with people to employ them. Um, so I just kind of tried to look at it like, okay, what can we do to change this? How can we make this better? Mm. And took it that way put a positive spin on it and yeah. tried to do what we could to, to make him successful. Yeah. And if sometimes people don't want to say something to me, it, it doesn't make me feel like when people don't want to talk to me, it feels like I'm always like left out all the time. And, and I try, and I try to tell my friends like, that they gotta know that I'm a very friendly friendly person is so Mitch what would you like to share to you know people out there or society about interacting with a person that you know might be different in some sort of way or, or seem different what would you like to tell people I would tell them that they would have to that they have to come to like see me first right like get to know you get to know me a lot more see than you See you as a person and not like a, uh, a person that can't offer anything to the world. Right, Mitch? Yeah, you're, you're my bestest buddy in the whole world. <laughs> Thanks, man. So, yes. so, Charity, how did... How did Mitch and Mama's start? So Mitch, you shared, you know, you had this dream and charity. You saw the online video, the coffee shop in uh, in the U.S. Yeah. What happened after that? Oh, man. I don't even know. Like, you know, sometimes I think things are just meant to be, you know. Um, yeah. my Like I said, my girlfriend was opening this store and she kind of like pushed me to start. And I seen that video and I was like, okay, we can do this. And she had her own like system and everything in the store and we pretty much ran out like, you know, in a weekend, we, in a week we had to do, you know, the health inspection and the building inspections and ran out and got like the best coffee machine. We did some research and, um, and our machines are brewed, brewed each. Our, our beans are, our, our beans are brewed ground with every cup, which is really nice. So yeah, we, um, we thought we'd start and then we connected with, um, Little Bee's Bakery out of Moncton. They have gluten-free snacks, and we thought we'd go um, that route. And um, she actually has a daughter who has Down syndrome, 
So we kind mm-hmm. of wanted to be able to support them and someone local. Yeah, so we got started with some snacks and specialty teas and coffees, and it's kind of where we're at so far. I was curious to mention about What would you like to see at Mexican in the future? So we would like to see, um, like, couches and chairs, and we want to be able to have food, something different maybe than other people have already in restaurants in Listowel. We want to be able to employ people with disabilities to be able to get, you know, a paycheck instead of volunteer. Yeah, we want to see maybe different types of coffees, move into some specialty coffees and iced coffees and... And just be able to have, yeah, a place that people can come and just feel really welcome and... A warm atmosphere. Yes, absolutely. And then maybe eventually even having a spot in the back to do different things like games nights and meetings and, um, who knows, karaoke and whatever. Whatever will make people just have a place to hang out, place to feel... Welcome and loved and belonging and yeah. well, charity and metro. What I love about what you've done with Mitch and Mama is I went there today and I got a coffee, which is delicious. I know, I sh- and I shouldn't have. Like whenever I'm not there, I like to see people. Like yeah, you, well, you're seeing them right now. Yeah, like when I'm at school, I don't see yeah. like a lot of people who I want to. It's just yeah. I'm in school and I have lots of work to do. And it's mm-hmm. cool, yeah. So you're going to give a few years before you graduate, Mitch? It depends on what my mom thinks. Well, we can decide that together. No, we're deciding that together. Um, So Mitchell is technically graduate. He can graduate. He's in grade 12 this year. um, But he would need 14 14 credits to get a certificate. He's not there yet, and he can stay in school until he's 21. Okay. Um, yeah. We haven't decided yet if he wants to do that. He struggles with school quite a bit sometimes. This semester has been really great. You've loved it. He does some co-op and we really? love that. And then he comes yeah. down to the coffee shop every day after school and works 2.30 till 5. And he works every Saturday. Or you could continue school and do, we we're thinking about trying to work out with the school, the ability to have him do co-op or something at the shop. Mm. So that one uh-huh. one class, he could come down maybe to the shop and then come at the end of the day so he can kind of still stay in school, get the socialization because obviously he's very social. Yeah. So I don't want him to lose that because then things like depression set in and, right, we've struggled yeah. with some things like that before and yep. we want to keep him social and keep him busy. Yeah. And then as a mom, it's hard to, you know, if he's not in school and he's not able to be alone. And you have to put all these things in place. And there's once he's 18, there's not a whole lot for funding. So right. we're kind of going to hit that very right. soon. And that's a little bit yeah. scary. Right. So there's a yeah. few considerations that you guys are going to continue to talk about, it sounds mm-hmm. like. and But the beautiful thing, Mitch, is it sounds like you have a job lined up when you graduate. Yeah. Which is fantastic. A lot of you're making me smile. That's a good thing. <laughs> Sorry if that was like that irritates me when people call. I don't know why it was like that. It's just my brain tells me to do awkward things sometimes. It's <laughs> a little off today, but it's all right. So going back to kind of where I was um, starting with that before we talked about school, and that's 
you know, I think it's awesome um, that you guys are making those decisions together um, as a family. But what I was uh, going to say was I love the approach that you've taken with starting your business because like you're, when Danny was asking about what your future aspirations are, right, um, we have these big dreams in our head. But to have, uh, you know, a, a full coffee shop with, you know, big couches and, you know, a bunch of coffee machines and, you know, employing a bunch of baristas, there's a lot of capital and there's a lot of other things involved with doing that. Mm-hmm. And I love how you've got started and you've been innovative in how you've got started, right? So you, uh, you know, made uh, some partnerships with, with other store owners and located within a store, right? Mm-hmm. Which I'm sure makes things like rent and brings your costs way down. Oh, absolutely. Right? So, um, and, and I know you're building up towards mm-hmm. towards that dream, so. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's hard. Like, it's been hard um, because when you have a dream, right, you want, you want the whole thing. Mm-hmm. But I think that this Ooh. is, yeah, this makes the most sense. It's the last... It's the least um, least overwhelming, too. And, yeah, there's, like, a coffee shop would be, you know, we've looked into, like, thousands and hundreds of thousands of dollars, you know. Yeah. To, yeah. And, obviously, there's no there's no money, right? There's no money to start something like that. So you, you do. You have to start small and work with what you've got and just kind of slowly go from there. And that's that's our plan. So we've been doing this for three months now. And now we're going to move on to a new location, which is still a shared space, but we're, there's just a little bit more, I'd say freedom and also a little bit more that we can eventually do mm-hmm. in there with the food and things like that. And then eventually we want to either expand there or go somewhere else again and just keep slowly going. Yeah. So for people listening to this podcast that are in a, maybe a similar situation or have similar ideas or love this idea and they're like, hmm, how do I go do that? What advice do you have for listeners to, to start? And if people don't know where my coffee shop is, I just tell them it's down beside Pita Pit and uh, place and then they know where it is. And like, <laughs> right on the main street in Listowel, right? Yeah. I'm so you're, you're marketing all the time, right? You sure? <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> So if, if people are listening and, and they, uh, you know, they want to start something similar, create their own employment, what tips or advice do you have for them? Um, I love giving tips. Well, I would say, <laughs> like, it's always important to, number one, like, um, really listen to what your child is, is kind of wanting, right? Like, I mean, it's easy to take over their dream, maybe, sort of. So kind of just really paying attention to listening and kind of, um, seeing like really noticing what their skills are and, and the best business to kind of start to be able to utilize those, those, those skills the most, like with his it's socialness, right? So you want something that's very social. Um, I would say always, yeah, look into, um, just like networking and, and getting together with people that you already know, brainstorming, but also, yeah, going slow, starting slow, don't start big. Um, try not to get discouraged because, you know, you're always going to have no's and you're always going to have, you know, barriers and roadblocks everywhere you go. Um, so not giving up and just, um, yeah, using your resources and 
What else? Try not to get overwhelmed. Yeah. Ask for help. Yeah. That is one of the hardest things to do as a parent with a child with a disability. Exactly. And having a dis- I think it's very hard to ask for help. And I think it's really important. People actually want to help you. You know, people, there's really good people out there. And I think we often think that we're going to be a burden. And I think if you just ask for help, um, that can, t- that can really make things run a lot smoother. <laughs> Customers react when they learn that there's people with disabilities that, you know, own or, or work at the coffee shop. Yeah. For the most part, everybody's very, like, um, very excited about it. I think so far we maybe haven't had as much support as I had hoped, but I think that comes with it at the beginning, right? It's maybe yeah. not known enough. Um, yeah. And there's some people that are always going to be in the world that are, are going to be, like, maybe not for it. Maybe like, oh, because... Yeah. It's just the unknown, right? And if people are comfortable, then they might not want to come or whatever. But um, for the most part, people are pretty excited about it and they think it's an awesome idea. And I've had many people, you know, come in and say, like, what can I do to help you? And um, I've had lots of people, you know, come and say, oh, we know how to get, like, you're looking into this. There's funding. I can help you with looking into funding. I can help you look at grants. I can help you. Um, So people are very open to helping and just giving their advice too, and mm-hmm. yeah. yeah, I think people are pretty, pretty excited about it, and I think that our community will be really excited about it um, once it gets going more because we see the need for something like that. Yeah, yeah, it's it's always amazing once you get out there and you start talking about things or start doing things. The support that you start to get, and like you said, one of the key things asking for help. Mm-hmm. Um, it's not always an easy thing to do, but mm-hmm. once you do, there's so many benefits yeah. with the support that you get yeah. from, from your friends and from the community. Yeah. Um, to, to another one key thing that I like to tell entrepreneurs um, that I like to share is there's a lot of ideas in the graveyard. Actually doing something mm-hmm. takes a, a lot of courage, but the, the big piece is just to start, mm-hmm. right? And that's the, the thing that I love about Mitch and Mamas, right? You're not yeah. trying to go for that pie in the sky dream mm-hmm. vision that you have right now. You're working towards it, mm-hmm. but that wasn't the starting point, right? right? It was let's start and build from there. So yeah, so I love yeah, that. and I want um, I would like families to to know that like if I could start it with him, anyone can because I used to be the most fearful you know I was scared of everything um very overwhelmed right I've been a single been a single mom for a lot of years and I have three kids and two jobs and you know it gets overwhelming and I think a lot of times you're like I can't do it trying to keep me awake aren't you (laughs) sorry I'm just I'm dowsing it down like going to sleep on you I'm sorry I can't help it that's okay Fridays when I wake up I just feel really tired and I don't want to get out of bed some days and 
That's a good question. How is it working with your mom, Mitch? <laughs> mom? How is it? Do you like working with me? Yeah. What is it about working with your mom that you like? Letting her make me feel happy when I'm at work. <laughs> so, so uh, Mitch, Yeah. you said that you tell everybody at school and all of your friends about Mitch and Mamas. So, as we're coming to the end of the podcast here, can you give your pitch to... For, for people to come into Mitch and Mama's? Yeah. All right. So let's say I'm, I'm one of your friends. What are you going to tell me? Well, <laughs> welcome to Mitch and Mama's coffee shop. I'm Mitch. I'm the one who does the coffee, and I'll show you around what I do and stuff. <laughs> Great. And, and when, are, when are you open, Mitch? Do you know? We're not open Sundays, but we are open every week. On Saturday, but not Sundays, right, Mom? And would you know our hours? Five. Monday to Friday is 10 to 5. Yeah. Right now. And those those could be potentially changing. We might yeah. move into some earlier hours um, in the morning. Yeah. For some people that like coffee early in the morning. Yeah. And we're open Saturdays 9 to 5. Yeah. So if any of our listeners are in the Listool area, make sure to stop in and, and visit Mitch and, and his mom Charity at uh, Mitch and Mama's, and they're right on the main street in uh, in downtown Listool. So, and we also do um, coffee runs for local businesses, and we yeah. deliver. We do the delivery; cost is free. Um, so we're willing to do any day of the week coffee. How far would you go? Just within Listool is is our plan for now. Yeah. Okay, and. How can listeners get in touch with you or learn more? Mitchandmamas at gmail.com is our is your email. Is our email. Okay. And um, Okay. And you have a, a Facebook page as yeah, well? Yeah, we have a Facebook page. I do as well. You should add me on there then. All right. We'll become friends on Facebook. Yeah, I'm looking forward be, to that. That'll be fun. Yeah, so we have Facebook. So what we'll do is we'll share your contact information and your website on oh in the show notes. Um, so that listeners can uh, can check you out online and uh, and get in contact with you if they want to learn more. Awesome. That would be, be pretty cool, wouldn't it, Mama? Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Awesome. So it's been a pleasure having Charity and Mitch on the, on the podcast today, and it's been a pleasure co-hosting with Danny today. Yeah. So thank you so much to, to everybody. Thank you, guys. Appreciate it. Yeah, and that was really funny what you did to my leg, Mother. Thanks a lot. <laughs> A big thank you goes out to Danny, Steve's, Ebby for co-hosting this episode with me. And also a big thank you goes out to Mitch and his mother, Charity, for coming on the show and sharing their story. We had a ton of fun recording this episode, as you could probably tell. So uh, I just want to remind all of our listeners that uh, we'll be resuming our mini-series on housing for people with a disability, not next episode, but the following episode, so two episodes from now. And if 
housing is something that you're working on, uh, feel free to go to the website and get the free download on creating your home. So there's this great workbook that's going to help guide you through creating your vision and starting to implement your vision for what your home looks like. So go on over to the website. It's empoweringability.org. And I think you'll get a lot of value out of that. I'd like to thank all of our listeners that have left us a review on iTunes. Your reviews help me understand what I'm doing well, what I can improve on on the podcast, what you want to hear. So it's great feedback that you're providing. So please continue to do so. Also, by leaving a five-star review, it helps other people find the podcast. So thanks so much for those reviews and keep them coming. Next week on the podcast, we have an exciting guest, Wynn Kelly Charles, and Wynn uh, was born with cerebral palsy, and this woman is one of the most determined, persistent, and successful women that that I know. Uh, Wynn has uh, written seven books. Uh, one of her most popular uh, books is I Win, and uh, it hit uh, the number one bestseller on Amazon. Wynn has also participated in the Kona Ironman Triathlon. She's the CEO of her own jewelry design company. She's a motivational speaker, and she's an inspiration to many. So I really think that you're going to enjoy my chat with Wynn, where we talk about the mindsets that have served her and her success in her life so far. So thanks for listening, and I'm excited to have you back next week. Thanks for listening to today's podcast. Visit us at empoweringability.org for more podcasts and resources to help you and your loved ones impacted by disability build a full and meaningful life.